This episode is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ advocates for a health conscious lifestyle and have used science and data to fight for lower rates on life insurance for the health conscious, including cyclists. Many cyclists don't realize that they can get lower rates on life insurance due to their healthy lifestyle. Right now, our listeners can get a free life insurance quote by going to healthiq.com slash speedmetalcycling. Again, that is healthiq.com slash speedmetalcycling. Speed Metal Cycling Podcast, the one and only, quite possibly, not very arguably, the best podcast in the land, in this land. Episode 153. So we had 152 uh, pieces of evidence that prove that we are the baddest in the land. And by baddest, I don't mean the worst, I mean the best. Anyway, I'm your host, the almighty Skull Crusher. We have a full house once again. We have Mike joining us. Mike, how are you doing, sir? Mike is on uh, mute. I'm on mute. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, Mike? Good, thanks. How are you? Uh, I, not too bad. I can't really uh, complain too much. We're getting a new couch delivered tomorrow. Really looking forward to that. A couch or a sofa? A uh, whole one of those things with the thing that turns around and stuff. I don't know what you call those things, but I'm a excited sectional? about that. A sectional. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I mean, you know, Klaus, you know, it turns what we have, around. Right? Yeah, it has like a little turnaround thing, so it has like a thing. I don't. Oh, know, I don't know anything about. You know, yeah, I guess a second. I don't a know. Lazy boy, a lazy boy chair. No, <laughs> no, there's no lazying around. In anyway, is it a couch that has the built-in cooler? <laughs> no, no. Let me just welcome my brother Klaus. You already heard his voice, Klaus. How are you doing? I'm doing well because I'm looking forward to coming uh, coming over there and using the cooler. <laughs> no, there's no cooler. Are you going like to keep so. the chachos in there? No. <laughs> No, Wait, what? There will be, there will be no bruchachos. Mike, <laughs> that's what the cool people are calling what beer. Is it? it is? It's yeah, not some Colombian drink? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, though. Um, Klaus's uh, favorite uh, term for beer. Klaus, do you know which one it is? Oh, yes, even thinking about it makes me kind of angry. <laughs> Klaus Daddy sodas. Daddy soda. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> hey Billy, why don't you stop playing with your friends and go grab me one of my daddy sodas in the fridge? <laughs> no, you can't have any of this, Billy. This is a daddy soda. <laughs> I love it. I just want to die. It's ridiculous. It's it's it, it's really cringeworthy, but I just love how it makes you just uh, anger. <sighs> <sighs> Anyway, no, it's a nice couch. It's a nice sofa thing. And it's like, you know, it's long. And then it turns around and has like a little long thing on the other side too. So you can like, it's like a little corner thing. It's really I'm nice. sure if Is it's that a couch tight? that's nice enough to get it delivered, then I'm sure that the description you're giving it is not doing it justice. 
No, I mean, put it this way. It's, it's a, you both know my wife and it's a, it's a couch that she picked. So it's like super nice. Like, I don't even want to know how much we pay for it. I'll tell you that right now. Cause if I did, I'll probably blow a gasket. I would probably react the same way that Klaus just reacted to daddy soda. I'd be like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? Just shoot me in the head. And Mike, are anyway. you getting any, any, uh, anything cool delivered? Are you waiting on delivery or anything in the mail cool? No. What, what about you, Klaus? What? Do you have anything cool coming? You know what I got today was a, um, a humidifier from Amazon. It's great. Really? Yeah. It's wonderful. You know what I'm waiting for? The air is a little dry. I'm waiting for the new issue of Sports Illustrated that somehow I've now been getting for two years, even though I never subscribed. Really? Yeah, and I just throw it out. Sometimes like I look a, at an article, but it's really not that good. Even like the my swimsuit? Get the swimsuit edition? The swimsuit issue just came. Like, it was like three weeks ago. Oh, really? And you threw it away right away, because who cares? Yeah, I was like, where's Cindy Crawford? And they were like, <laughs> she's 52. <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> see the crapper. She's paying attention clearly. She's in 1990. Um, yeah, uh, I was gonna say that. Uh, wait, what was I gonna say? The vaporizer. Oh yeah, my wife's car um, when she first bought it came with a free year of Sirius XM, huh? and that was in 2007, and it's still working. <laughs> But now that the car is very old, and I think we should get rid of it, there's going to be no more serious XM. Is it part of the car? Wait a minute. How is it? Is it part of the? Is it in the frame of the vehicle? How does this work? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a built-in. Yeah, it's like sometimes like certain like car manufacturers have deals with a serious XM, so some models come with a with the with the receiver in the regular stereo. So it's like AM oh, FM serious XM. So yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, it was just a subscription. Um, no, I mean, you need the machine as well. So, and then the subscription. But anyway. Does it so have Natalia HBO Go? Well, it, does not, it does not have HBO Go. So you cannot watch Game of Thrones in the car. It's very... Here's a question for you guys about HBO Go or Netflix. If you guys use it on a TV or on a Roku or something like that. How often do you guys have to sign in? Never. Mm, Never. Once in a while. Twice oh, a year. God, once a week. Mother really? of Jesus. Really? Yes. Does, does your house it's, get struck by lightning frequently? No, but I, <laughs> here I thought that I was a likable person. I'm like, HBO, why do you always forget my name? It's like meeting someone you've met 20 times and they're like, who are you again? I'm like, I know I'm not that special, but Jesus. <laughs> they call I, you, would write, uh, I would write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> yeah, it's just like out of principle. It's yeah. not even about how tedious it is. I'm just like out of principle. Can you remember yeah. who I am? Oh, it's hard <laughs> not to take it personally. Well, maybe they call you. They'll call you Boris, or what was it that they, they used to call you at that dishwashing place? Boris? You, no, not Boris. It was uh, uh, something else. Oh no, um, Dimitri. Dimitri. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Netflix is like, are you Dimitri? <laughs> you know that you're a shell of a man. When you're a dishwasher at a low-level convention center and someone calls you Dimitri and you're like, you know, really at this point, that's fine. Like, really, this is where my life is. I thought, it, I thought it was Boris because I just read I finished reading that book, The Goldfinch, and there's a character named Boris in there. 
Um, no, I uh, I Dimitri. think that uh, when, when you're when you're in that situation and somebody calls you Dimitri, you feel like you're the character in the comedy that you, like the first scene of the comedy with Seth Rogen, and you're just it's showing how shitty your life is. You're washing dishes in some shithole, and yeah, somebody like Judd Apatow like, would ride the line and be like, "Oh," and then make him call him Dimitri, and he just sighs and says, "Yes." <laughs> His manager doesn't even know his own name. His who, name. Who, I'm like, who plays you in the movie? <laughs> Seth Rogen. Seth, Seth Rogen. Yeah, well, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. <laughs> no. Um, Actually, that's, a, that's always a good question and a good conversation to have is if there was a movie about you, who would play you in a movie? But it depends. Would it be me when I was younger? Because then it would probably be somebody like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> with me, like me now today. <laughs> I mean, today I if they me, were to play me right now today, I'm Guy Ritchie. Well, Guy Ritchie's a lot older now. Guy Ritchie, yeah, because he looks a lot like me, and he's an awesome actor. I think. Uh, who's that Mike, dude who that played play Forrest Gump? Who would play me? What? Who's that dude that played Forrest Gump? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, yeah. He he can play you, Mike. <laughs> he can play anyone. Yeah, there you go. He's a I would get an asshole. Academy. The movie would get an Academy Award at least. <laughs> fucking asshole! I hate that. Dude. Mike, who would play you? He just said Tom Hanks. I would like oh, it to be know. someone like Gabe Kaplan. <laughs> Wait, I have to look that up. Gabe Kaplan. Who is you that? You know Gabe Kaplan. Is. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Mr. Cater? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I'm joking. No. How I'm not even about Jewish. I'm not, I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> a very no a thin, fit David Tell 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically saying a uh, creature that doesn't exist, nor will it ever. Yeah, was yeah, David Tell ever fit? No. No. I'm coming up with a, f- a composite, no, but no, I'm no, definitely no. we're skewing towards the Jewish side for sure. Yeah. All right. Just weird. pick, uh, just pick like De Niro. I'll take De Niro. Ooh, a young De Niro. There you go. Natalia, yeah. what about you? Pocahontas. The cartoon? Yeah. Why not? The Pocahontas, cartoon, the cartoon <laughs> would play you. Oh, you're in an animated movie? <laughs> or what? <laughs> Who would play you, you in a movie? It will be a cartoon movie, dude. Cannot so make no a, a real movie out of me. Yeah, no. And Pocahontas will play me. <laughs> the cartoon. Oh, my God. I, out of all the people in my life I've ever asked this question, no one has ever said it would be a cartoon. It never occurred to me. Did you watch, like, the Roger Rabbit thingy? The, what was the name of the, of the woman that appears in that? Uh, the, the, um, the, no, who, who something? Jessica Roger Rabbit? Roger Rabbit or something Who that they have Roger is. Rabbit? Yeah, this one, that one. They have the cartoon woman appearing in the scenes. Why cannot be, what can oh, I not be a cartoon? And I want the cartoon to be Pocahontas. Change the outfit, but yeah, Pocahontas should fit. <laughs> and I think I that if, the, if it was a movie, listen, if it was a movie about Natalia's life, right, at this moment, the camera, like a, 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 an actual camera in an actual live movie, would never be able to capture her and her husband in the same frame. It has to be animated. <laughs> well, they could, they don't have to, see, this is the problem. Why do they have to shoot films horizontally? It should be shot vertically. I know. <laughs> like when you're, 
aunt records a video with her phone. Exactly. Oh, you know who would be good to play me? Jude Law. But I mean, he like he's losing his hair in the front a little bit, so they would have to like fill that in. But Jude Law would be great. And he's about my age. No? You're, you're Jude Law, and meanwhile, I have suggested that uh, David Tell <laughs> should play Mike. <laughs> meanwhile, Mike, if I may say so, you're a very attractive young man. Thank you. That's not so young because you're older than me, but you know what I mean. So I don't take a Klaus, who was going to play Klaus? Uh, um, Michael Sarrell. Mike Sarrell. Steve Carell. <laughs> what is Steve Carell? I don't. I don't. I just. <laughs> no, what, like, if it's, you know, what if it's a really? What if it's a really artsy movie and it's somebody like Scarlett Johansson? Ooh. Huh? Hmm. Cause you're all right with that. Klaus being played by Scarlett Johansson, but she plays a dude. Hmm. Wait, is it like that movie Palindromes where the same uh, character is played by like eight different people and it just keeps changing? <laughs> oh my God, no, that's I know a... who. Klaus, I just thought of who. Who? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's perfect for Klaus. Perfect. Absolutely oh, perfect. perfect. Sure, I'll take it. He's considered like a hunk now. I don't know when that happened, but I made fun of him recently as like, oh, that guy from the third rock from the whatever. And all these women were like, oh my God, he's so hot. And I'm like, when did that happen? And why doesn't know. that happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> you have to make a movie like that porn movie he made. What was the name of that movie? Where he's addicted to porn. Hey, with Scarlett Johansson. Uh, you know See, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think that's oh, what it is. He actually wrote it and directed it. I'm looking at pictures of him. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> All right, there you go. Are we, are we recording this? Is this actually being recorded? Yes, yes. yes it is. This is well, real life. Personally, though, I think that uh, Natalia should be played by Selma Hayek. Just saying. I'm just, <laughs> I just like the racist. idea of... <laughs> that is racist. Selma <laughs> Hayek can't do the accents. <laughs> I like the idea that Natalia's like, you know, you could never capture me in as another person. Like, the only way to capture it is through art and animation. Uh, <laughs> hey, so, you, know, like if, you get me, if, you get me, Klaus. If Mike said the only way to capture me would be as a scent. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know what's funny? Um, I realized this weekend that uh, our nephew... I had to use his shower, and the, he uses Old Spice Swagger. <laughs> I know. I've, I've noticed it many times. Yeah, You've used he the has, Swagger before? He has some Swagger. Um, I also saw that he posted a photo on Instagram wearing a Trump hat. <laughs> I was really? like, what the F? They were in Washington, D.C. with you know, the like, school trip or whatever, and apparently they all got Trump hats. Oh, wait. Natalia. I can get Sofia, Sofia Vergara would be perfect for you. That would be perfect. Right? That's kind of okay. racist too. That's, that, that's kind of like stretching reality a lot, but sure, why not? No, no, no. Actually, you know who really could do you? You know who Catalina Sandino is? Nope. Look her up. Catalina Sandino. Catalina Sandino Moreno. She is ridiculously beautiful and a very good actress. So I think that, I don't want beauty. I want brains, dude. I don't really... I've never okay. met you her. I can't comment on her. You wanna? You want brains? And Mike wants to be a scent. It's okay. <laughs> We're an eclectic bunch. In the <laughs> movie, it, there's I, just a little puff of air, and people are like, oh, "He's here," and that's Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I mean, listen, I, I'm sure she's smart. I don't know. I, all I know about her is that she's pretty and she's a good actor because um, I, I've never met her. I, I can't really speak. She was in Twilight. Looks alone. Oh, really? Okay. Looks alone. I think. That, and she's Colombian, so that's. She's from Bogota. She's five foot six. And she was in Twilight. There was a Colombian in Twilight? She shared the silver bear with Chantice Theron and received a nomination for the Academy Award for Best Actress for her role in Maria Full of Grace. Oh, so so I'll pass on that. Thank you. I like how they give an award to a Colombian, but then they make her share it. No, wait, 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 wait. Somebody that somebody that acted in a in a movie where they show you how the so-called mulas come to the US with like drugs inside? No, thank you. See? I don't want to be explaining like, stuff to the border so protection people the, here. No, no, no. What about, the, what about the Narcos TV show, for example? What do you think about that? I have never watched that freaking show. I will never oh. watch it. Thank you very much. As a person that what? had to endure the bombing in the 80s due to the freaking cartels, I don't want to ever watch again or be reminded of the narco-traffic part right. of life. So I'm here's like, the thing. Okay. I completely just so agree with you. Just so, so the listeners know. What I've always said, what I've always said is, what if in Colombia they decided to make a sitcom about 9-11? Anybody <laughs> I <that>? know. <laughs> they killed everybody. <laughs> yeah, that'd be well, hilarious. You know, Fuck. the listeners should know that we could get the exact same reaction out of Mike if we suggested that he be in a movie about a hummus factory <laughs> or, or the last time the Red Sox lost the uh, world series, then Mike That's would be funny. really upset <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> it's like a nine 11 for boss. Well, no, I don't want to make idea, whose idea was it to make this TV show? Netflix. Oh, they, yeah. Oh, it's, Oh, they made the show. Yep. Uh, well, are Colombians involved in making the show? Yeah, no, it's no. made. The, I mean, somewhat, I guess. But the main dude is uh, Brazilian. So I've always said this: like, imagine Mike and all New Yorkers uh, and Americans listening to this. Imagine if I was like, man, there's this great show. It's like, going to be like The Sopranos, you know, just like kind of Jersey Italian, like mafia. And then you start watching it, and it's an Australian guy with an Australian accent talking about putting shrimp on the Barbie. You'd be like, okay, that's not right. That's kind of (laughs) weird. Like, yeah, so that's just one of the issues on hand. Oh, my God. Yeah, imagine. Speaking of the Sopranos and murdering people, why don't we talk about cycling now? Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. What a good segue, too. Nice. We all learned something this week. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about that now? There's plenty of other shit to talk about. Sure, yeah, I mean, just because you brought it up. Okay, so uh, for those that may not know, because it happened during a, a, a smaller race, the Nokere Corse, or Nokere Corse, I don't know. I don't know how it's pronounced, I'm sorry. But uh, that was last Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that, right? I don't even know when yeah. it was either. Two things happened during that race that were interesting. One of them was after a crash, a guy from Coffee's just kicked his helmet. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Really? Here's one of the funniest fucking things I've seen. Was it like so a I, soccer ball? Like, Poo! yeah, yeah. And I made like a, I made like a little animated GIF thing for my Instagram, but it's one of those Instagram things that disappears. So I lost it, but it's 
amazing. He he gets up all pissed off after crashing and he just kicks the helmet and he goes into a house. It's like little porch area thing. It's too fucking funny. And then the other thing that happened is being called Pushgate. Did you guys know that? Oh, yes. I didn't know there was a name. Yeah. Yeah, Pushgate. But the thing with Pushgate is every time a dash gate happens, I, ooh, 20 minutes. All right. Okay. Hey. Okay, so There's every no- time... There's no what? gate involved. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I'll wait. I know. Much. I know. Well, yeah, I know there's no gate to it, but that's what they were calling it, push gate. But do people elsewhere in the world understand where the gate thing comes from? Like, do they know anything about Watergate? Do they know yeah, that everyone, all these things comes from a shitty hotel, like in yeah. the 70s? People know this. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I didn't know. <clears throat> so anyway. so Maybe um, not if you're young. I don't know if you're a 20 year old outside the United States. You, you know that, do I, do you, are you asking if people know that the Watergate is a hotel or are you asking if they know if you put gate on the end but, of anything, it means scandal. Yeah. Well, I guess scandal. Know, it's like Gedden. I know Snow that it means Gedden. Yeah. <laughs> they know it means scandal, but do they right. know why the gate makes it a scandal? Oh, uh, maybe not. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I mean. Like, do they hear like, Oh, Bush Gate. Oh, well, that comes from Watergate and the Church Nixon and the Watergate Hotel. And like, do they know any of that stuff? Probably not. Yeah. Well, if you're listening and you don't know. Coming back to the story, we know that (laughs) the Bush Gate was. Okay. So for people that may not know, because it was a smaller race, um, what happened basically was that uh, this guy, Chris Bokmans from um, Lotto Sudal, reached out to this young kid, um, Pascal Jules. No, Pascal Jules is the no, Justin Jules. Justin Jules. Do you want me to pay you in money? No, Justin Jules. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, what, what, um, what team was he in? It's like, it wasn't even it's a pro continental right? team. It was a continental team and grabs oh, yeah. him by the shoulder and basically just, slows down, hits the brakes, and the peloton, they were up in the front of the peloton, the peloton goes all around them, you know, whatever. Verna sure Classic Ecoy. Okay, there you go. So a team that you're never going to hear of again. And all the way, took them all the way back to the peloton. And at the time, nobody really knew what the hell was happening. So uh, he said, I mean, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Bogmans said that he had seen this young guy grab the saddle of his team leader and he basically held them and was like talking to him and telling him like, you know, you shouldn't do that or whatever. And um, then, <laughs> then he goes on to tell the press that Jules is a murderer. So people had told him, dude, don't mess with that guy because he's a murderer. He murdered his father. And I'm like, wait, what? There's a dude in a pro-continental team that no, he mur- killed he murdered his, his stepfather. Father? He murdered his stepfather. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm like, and people are concerned about whether or not Sky got some box or not. But this dude is a fucking murderer. I want to hear about this guy. I don't want to hear about Team Sky. <laughs> this is awesome. And just what's interesting is that there's very little information about so ju- his stepfather was as i think you mentioned he won stages at the tour de france he was really good friends with laura Fignon. it seems like he had 
really bad problems with alcoholism. No, so this, Justin, he, he murdered his stepfather. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't murder Pascal Jules. Yeah, he murdered his. He murdered. I mean, who hasn't had an alcoholic stepfather that you murdered? Yeah, I mean, this is well, wait, Jesus Christ! I, I thought I, he had I, killed his dad. He was a cyclist. We were getting this all wrong. So he killed his stepfather. But yes. what I cannot find is information about how it happened. The conviction is for manslaughter, and apparently got downgraded because his stepfather had all these alcohol problems. But like, I hear music. But what is? How did he do it? Like, there's a guy that's a pro, and we don't know this. I mean, it's Again, salacious why, information, but... Why are we talking about Team Sky or anything else? Of course, it's salacious. It's awesome. I want to find out what it was. How did he do it? Was it a hook? Was it a sling, sling blade? Maybe it is a sling blade, huh? Remember how in Sling Blade he kills his father with a sling blade? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Which means it's just a matter of time before he kills again. It's crazy. Think of sling Blade. Because doesn't he kill his father with a sling blade? Isn't that the first person he kills, and then that's why he ends in uh, in the mental institution? Or is somebody like a sling right. blade? Can you can Billy Bob Thornton play me in Sling Blade too? <laughs> <laughs> By that's the way, the guys, I was trying to provide CSI background music for your explanations over. Your- oh yeah, because <laughs> I clearly know what's going on. Yeah, I'm just like uh, perhaps most of the information is only available in French. You know, but yeah, we'll do some. Well, more I research. think it's really shitty. I think it's really, really, really fucking shitty of. Um, of Bokesman, Bokemans, whatever his name is, um, to just I think it was probably justified. I think it was cool. I thought it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, clearly yeah, nobody cared. Yeah, oh, nobody no, no, cared. No. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I, I, whatever. He got thrown out of the race for that. I mean, I, I'm fine with that. What I think is a super shitty move is that when he's talking to the to the press, he's like, "Oh yeah, let's not forget that the guy's a murderer." Like, oh, what that's the hell right. Yeah, that have to do with anything. Yeah, that's wrong. Oh. I just found the information. Of course, the article is too long, so I'm not going to like read it all. But uh, Sticky Bottle, Sticky Bottle has an article from February 6, 2013, and it says from prison cell to the top of the pro podium. Wow! And it gives yeah, 1987. Jules soon played a charity football match, and on the way home, he fell asleep at the wheel, crashed, and was killed. He was only 26. When he died, his son Justin was 13, and that's when the stepdad came in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're mixing and, everything. <laughs> yeah, the kid so, didn't crash anybody with the car. No, 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 no. That was the real dad. And the, the stepfather who got killed was Rene Caulfield. Rene and... Oh, okay, so I'm sorry. I'll just jump ahead. Uh, Justin had had enough. He ran downstairs to see his stepfather punching his brother in the face. He sprayed Rene in the face with tear gas. I'm guessing it's, yeah, like some kind of whatever mace. Before the two brothers bundled him out of the house, Justin then struck him with a brush handle. What kind of a brush? I don't know. Before reaching for an iron bar, which he struck his stepfather on the back of the head. Holy mama, mama. Wow. So, I mean, I guess the credit goes to Sticky Bottle. I'm hoping this information is accurate, but yeah. So, so Chris Bulk I mean, had the balls to go up to this guy and be like, hey, buddy. I would have been like, ooh, I'm not going to touch that dude. So I'm it says even... the jury felt that he did not intend to kill Caulfield, Holden Caulfield or whatever the dad's name. And so received a reduced term of three years for manslaughter. Three years. 
Wow. Mamma mia. In the US. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like to have done that and then they, they interview you about it, to have held them back and pushed them back through the Peloton, you'd be like, you know what? Like he's just this kid, he was acting up, and I was just like, I just wanted to put him in his place. Stop there. I don't think you need to bring up the fact for better or worse that this dude killed someone. It's especially I mean, it's yeah, what does that to have kill to your stepfather. It? It's a complicated, if, like horrible thing that the dude went through, whether he's guilty or not. What if, what if Jules then would have said, like in his interview, well, yeah, but you know how Bogman's, you know, he cheats on his wife, or he, you know, he, oh, he's a yeah. dad like, has a gambling problem. Like, it's kind of weird because it's escalating things. Like the offense that we're talking about is like you're holding onto a saddle. Oh, but he's a murderer. Oh, okay, <laughs> calm down. Jesus. And by the way, I think the correct term is ex-convict, not murderer. Oh, yeah, and he's okay. not a murderer, but a manslaughterer. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. nuts. It's kind of out of line. I don't know. I, I think he's completely out of line. I, I think he's a fucking douchebag. And I'm going to keep an eye out for him and then wish him, wish him ill every time I see him on TV. Chris Bokens. Yeah, like nothing bad, just well, like mild just bouts of bad diarrhea. Karma, man. That's just bad karma. Yeah, I just not, not cool. I just wanna give him I just give him a look and just give him a flat every time he's on the on the break, on the breakaway. And then he has to chase yeah. all the way to the breakaway by himself. That's what I want. Yeah. Like that action Bronson song where he says all the bad things he wishes and one of the things is that your iPod uh headphones will always be tangled up and that your charger will always be a little too short or whatever. Just not terrible things, just no, not no. pleasant. Yeah, exactly, for being a jerk until he apologizes. Um, oh, something else that I had a, I had a note on, and this had to do with the, with the um, races from the week before, was um, Egan Bernal being, well, first of all, of course, being named after a Ghostbuster is awesome, but um, do you guys think that he, for him, it's better that he left Colombia to go to an Italian team that early, being that the Italian team is Androni Giacattoli. Oh, boy. Or do you think that he would have been better off staying in Colombia for, I don't know, two or three more years, let's say? This question so is for Klaus and Natalia. No, oh, Mike should get in there too. Mike, yeah, what do Mike you I was going to say, if Mike has an opinion, he's welcome to share it. Iffiness in Colombia or iffiness in Italy? Um, yeah. Yeah, basically, you know. It, 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 slightly different kinds of iffiness. And just, I mean, it's... I, I, I mean, I personally am always of the feeling that, of course, as in a career move, it's always better to go to Europe earlier. And hope that there you encounter better people mm-hmm. that will get you better jobs and teach you good things, generally speaking. I don't you get know. to experience the pro peloton in Europe at a lot earlier age. You start to learn other languages at an earlier age as well, which is really good. I mean, look, like Uran has perfect Italian because he lived there for so long, so young. So, Yeah, I think I mean, Matt Rendell once said that if you think of cycling as a series of concentric circles... The further away you get from the Tour de France, the more trouble there is. Really? Yeah. Wait, tr- what kind of trouble? I mean, tr- yeah. I mean, we're really talking about doping <laughs> and stuff like that. So, mm. Right. Mm. What do you think, Natalia? Do you think he was better off coming to Italy or he should have stayed in Colombia? I don't know. 
because back in Colombia, I think he was doing mountain biking. So yeah. I don't know what the transition to the, to a road team will have been. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, if he had stayed back in Colombia and he was racing with Manzana Postobon, I think I will be happier than if he was with Androni Jokatoli. But if he was to stay and race with those other teams, I don't. I yeah. I would rather have him go and just hope that he gets <clears throat> into something better at some point. But yeah. well, where right all that happens is, but you know, just like get them out of Colombia young. And this is something that uh, people were talking about in social networks, the cycling fans in Colombia that actually follow cycling throughout the year, not just the Grand Tours. And they were uh, debating because cycling is shining now in Colombia and a lot of opportunistic people are jumping in the in the wagon or in the bus, if you want to say it. And we came to the conclusion, or they came to the conclusion talking about it, that in Colombia, what we have is great cyclists, but not great cycling. And that's a difference that has to be made. It is a country of great cyclists, but not great cycling. So I think for Egan, if he is what they say he's going to be, I think it's just better to have him like yeah. take off, you know, like just, just go and, and show yourself and make a path. Because if he stays in Colombia, that stain that covers all the people that race there is just going to hold him back. I think, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I actually think that if, if Androni ends up, um, being, if, if it's like their license ends up being taken away, like it's right now, it's a little iffy if they're going to continue as a team or not, then just because of sponsorship or what? Uh, well right now, um, what's his face? Um, Johnny Savio. Thank you. Johnny Savio. Um, they haven't, they, they're having him on the, under investigation for like, um, pay to ride schemes and like mm, sponsorship mm. weird i mean this has been going on for a long time we know that venezuela yeah, it's always been said especially about italian teams yeah yeah yeah. so i mean right now apparently they're getting pretty close and the the, the the team this may be the teams last year so again has already shown promise somebody a real team can grab him as opposed to if he was in colombia even in manzana postobon it would have been really difficult for him to show himself because manzana postobon wouldn't have been invited to the races that Androni had been. So, but speaking of, um, of Manzana Postobon, did you guys, can I tell you a story about, uh, Johnny Savio very quickly? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I mentioned this before, uh, at the Giro d'Italia at the start of, uh, time trial in 2014 or 15, when I was there, Johnny Savio was on the side there by the starting ramp and he had brought a priest and he was making riders, Italian riders, not even just from his team, from other teams, go and greet the priest. Maybe like, he was like an important priest, like a cardinal or something? No, he looked very, very young. And riders were like, you know, already on their TT bikes. And they're like, okay, what do I have to do? Oh, I have to go over 15. <laughs> and some of them were like, you know, very okay, whatever. But some of them were like looking like why am I doing this right before I go on the start ramp? Why is this part of my day today? <laughs> you should be investigated for that. Hey, a priest. Um, so, no, but speaking of Manzana Postobon, you know, they are in the Vuelta Catalunya right now. And so they were, you know, I was watching them this morning. And I think I told you guys, I mean, I know that I told you guys, but I hope that you guys remember that I said that when Manzana Postobon races in Europe, people are going to call him the Manzana team. 
Do you guys remember this conversation? Mm-hmm. Yes. That was the name of the, that was the name of that episode. I don't well, remember, and I remember that we told you that the Twitter handle they use is Team Manzana. So yeah. they brought it on themselves, I think. <laughs> nah, but then, but then, what I said on Twitter today is like, what if they called Quick Step Floors Floors? Hey, the Floors team. I mean, it just because Manzana is ahead, but Manzana is not the name of the company. It's, it's just fun. it's more fun to say. Then post the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm, I I just know that it happened, and I'm just you know, it's 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 funny for what it's worth. But um, oh shit, we have well, Milan San Remo. We have to talk about Milan San Remo as well. I think that's the kind of thing that could give a sponsor an aneurysm because you're calling the theme Apple, not as in the fruit, not the name yeah. of the company that sponsors it. Mm. That's what I mean. What if what if they just crazy. Floors, a team floors and quick step is like, what the hell are you people doing? Yeah. How much are we putting in the pot a year so that we could be, could be called an, uh, like a fruit? <laughs> yeah. Or dimension data. What if they just call them dimension? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just weird. Weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so I don't really have much more, um, to say on any of these other than, oh, well, actually, I have a couple of other notes, but I think we should talk about Milan San Remo. Forty minutes. Forty minutes already. All right. All right. Um, So what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Milan San Remo. Anybody want to... Say anything because I, I just I, I have played you the winner of San Remo 2017. Oh, that was the, <laughs> the <Milan laughs> San Remo, no, like the, the San Remo 2017. Occidental is karma. I need to watch the translation of those lyrics, it's too funny with the gorilla dancing yeah. next to the guy. Funny, funny. You have to explain what you're talking about because now it just sounds insane. It is insane, well, regardless. It is insane. But go ahead. So there, apparently there was a singing contest or talent show or I don't know, something like looks very similar to American Idol in San Remo in 2017 in in February. And the guy that won it has a song that is called Occidentalis Karma. So if you Google San Remo 2017 song, you will get it. Yeah, you get it. And you look, please do look at the video because it's hilarious. That's that's what I, I just want to go and check uh, the lyrics. Now, if and you're talking about the bicycle race, yeah, yeah, I think that was just as hilarious. From here on, I'm going to just start watching at Chipresa. Is that right? Would that be of a course. good strategy? Yeah, yeah, you have to. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's. I mean, it's always the, the the thing to do is to just only watch at the Chipresa from then on. Um, but I. I'm usually up anyway, so I just watch it. It's like in the background. Because it does take, it's seven hours to watch a 20K race. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's was like because they had a headwind. The headwind was really strong. Forever. Yeah, but uh, I mean, a great, a great race once it got going. I mean, truly, truly, truly great race. And when I saw Sagan attack, I thought, man, this is ballsy, but stupid because somebody's gonna jump and somebody's gonna anybody anybody's gonna do anything but the important thing is to put up a show not win races so what are you talking about but i think also that gives you an idea of how hard he was going that 
it was no, that hard to keep. I know. I mean, Kiatowski, he had a hard time for the first, like, 100, 200 meters to even, like, keep him in sight. Jesus yeah. Christ, that was a hard effort. And then he kept it up. He kept that it up. makes you really appreciate how hard he was going. Because if yeah. you're at home going, but surely someone can bridge. Like, a lot of people should be. Like, what? I how, thought, what is going on? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's like... He was like in a motorcycle. Uh, did, you what, did you see what Christoph said? No. no. What did he say? Yeah, he was he was like leading the charge, and he was like, there was just no way. Like it was, it was like literally impossible. Yeah, crazy. I'm. I'm I guess very, at that point, you're not only physically dead, but you're just mentally like, all right, dead. So yeah, and and it's also I don't think nobody was expecting an attack from somebody that big to be that early. Right. Right. I, I, I mean, Alaphilippe, the fact that Alaphilippe could, like, just barely hang in there, I was amazed by him as well. You know what my favorite uh, part of the Chipressa is every year? What? <laughs> it's watching Cavendish get the invisible push gate all the way to the back. Oh, and how, especially <laughs> if you're watching it on Eurosport, them saying, like, <laughs> he's going to be able to come back, this is going to happen, and then he's going to have to do this, and I'm like... I know that he won the race. I know, I know that he's not just like a little chubby nobody, but come on. Like, you see how he drops like a rock. Like, brrr. He looks like he's about to puke. He looks like he'd rather be anywhere else but where he is at that moment. <laughs> yeah, especially with a camera watching him, like, <laughs> right, right. get the push gate. Do you know who, would, who also would rather be anywhere else but there is uh, Henrik Hausler. <laughs> 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 I don't think I don't I don't think Henry Kassler ever did Milan San Remo after that. It's like uh, that was it. That was my only chance, and I blew it. <laughs> and that I think it was uh, Jonathan Vodders that said something that I think is very astute, which is that the winner most of the time is someone that only in retrospect makes a lot of sense. I mean, like yeah, he's not easily the favorite, but it's someone that you go, yeah, of course Simon Garrens could win it. Of course he would. But you didn't bet on him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kratoski like even Barkas. Mark Cavendish, you'd go, of course. He, at the time, he was like the best sprinter in the world. But did you really think he would make it over those two things, considering his current pushgate, pushgate status? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, a, it's a race. That one and Lombardia are t- too hard. They're very, very hard to predict. There's so many. Which makes it. So much better to watch because, yeah, yeah. I mean, and actually, that gives you an idea of like, of course, Gavidia is an amazing sprinter. He's in fantastic shape, but then you have Sagan accelerating in a way that every other adult professional cyclist is put like is in tears. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Which is, I mean, last year after the Gaviria crash, we all said that's too bad because that's probably going to be the only chance he had to win Milan San Remo because you get one chance. That's it. You're, it's, it's really difficult to predict that race. I mean, as a rider, it's like 20 times more difficult than it is for, you know, yeah, I mean, crews like Especially, us. you have to be a bizarre character to get several shots at it, you know. Uh, Fabian Cancellara a Sagan, people who are like, can you sprint? Sure. Can you climb? Yeah, short climb, sure. Can well, you do yeah, like time traveling? Yeah. How many of those people, how many Sean Kellys are there in the world? Gaviria is not, <clears throat> not a person. 
No. You know how many? There's so many Sean Kellys. Open an Irish phone book. (laughs) (laughs) Go to any pub. You're absolutely right, Mike. I'm sorry. That's true. That's true. I I misspoke. No, but I mean, like you said, Katowski, is it weird that he won Milan San Remo? No, but I can name easily 30 other people that started their race on Sunday or on Saturday that could have won that race. And nobody would be like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that that could happen. Yeah. I mean, like if you don't get to see it and you go, okay, fine, I'm not going to get to watch this or just tell me who won it. Most of the time you'll go, okay, yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, if they, if they would have said Sagan, you'd be like, all right, Kratowski, uh, all right, all right, yeah. Alaphilippe. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of weird, but uh, well, yeah, sure. Like, good for him. Yeah, I'm sure he attacked at some point. I'm sure he wasn't a bunch sprint. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Christoph behind them, Gaviria, uh, everybody that came in the group right after them, the first ten people. You're like, yeah, I could have seen that. Have you ever seen videos? or animated GIFs online of dogs that are full out running while they're asleep, like dreaming, quote unquote, <laughs> no. shake their legs. You've never seen that. No, There's my a dog, lot of videos. My, you know, some dogs just kind of their legs move, but some are doing like a full out sprint, but they're totally asleep. And that's what I picture having happened to Nibbly. He was at home, but even his body was like, I must attack in the Chipressa. I must attack on the Pojo. And his legs were just like kicking. <laughs> He actually said that he was, he really felt that he was too old to win that race anymore. Really? Wow. Yeah. He actually said that. Um, Knowledge crisis right there. He he is too old, let's be honest. Um, The only other, uh, well, actually, let me think. Anything else? Milan San Remo, Milan San Remo. I didn't really take notes. The, the, the race was. Dude, the most important thing is that I got a mention and a retweet by. Yes. Rob Hatch, your hero. There you go. Yes. Oh, what was it? What was it? So the thing is that tweets were coming from Tom's Kujin's account, the guy from Cannondale that I cannot yeah. pronounce his last name, while he was in the breakaway. So they were kind of funny tweets. Like while he was so, while he was on TV. While, while he was on TV, tweets, then yeah. his account were being you know, like Whoa. somebody was tweeting from his account. Yeah, and but then, they were tweeting, but they were tweeting awesome shit. Like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna get a bottle now. Oh, I'm so tired. It's <laughs> oh, like, so good to funny. have a teammate in the break. Funny. And, yeah, it's yeah so, oh, that's awesome. So no, yeah. it was really, it was really, it was hilarious. So they, like, the TV broadcast uh, got him, and then they were commentating about it, and then they were saying that no, it's not possible for him to be tweeting this stuff. Blah blah blah. And of course, it wasn't. And the reason I know it wasn't is because I knew who was doing that, and it was his girlfriend, Abby Miki, which is a professional cyclist uh, racing now for Colavita. Last year was racing for the United Healthcare, so I knew where they were coming from. So I tweeted that to Hatch and. Told him, like, dude, it's her girlfriend. Here's the tweet. And then he said that online, give me a credit, and then retweeted my, my thing. You know how many followers I got after that? One. 46. Mine knows one. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Somebody was like, I don't want to follow this crazy lady. So much like, for the power of Eurosport. <laughs> I know. Mine knows one. Dude. That's how much what? followers are going to get you if Rob Hatch says your name and retweets your but, shit. But he said your name, not your Twitter handle. But he, he did, did a oh, retweet of my yeah, thing, yeah, he said. Right. He's never Which retweeted. is even more powerful than saying it in the broadcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's never, you know, he's never retweeted any of my... He just mentions me and that's it. Oh. Um, 
I interviewed Tom Scugins mm-hmm. for Manual for Speed, and I felt super old because I asked him about Color Me Bad's song, I Want to Sex You Up, and Paul Abdul's Rush Rush, and he didn't know what either song was. <laughs> wow. Because those were the number one songs on the day that he was born. <laughs> So I knew, of course, that he's too young to know that Paul Abdul, Rush Rush Radio. But he's like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and thus, I felt ancient. Um, okay. okay. So that's Abby Mickey. And by the way, she has a podcast when she talks to with other professional cyclists. And it's interesting because it's, two, it's just listening to two professional cyclists talking to each other about... The, how they got into it, the embarrassing moments that they had is very, very interesting. Where is she so, from? She's from the U.S. She's okay. from the U.S. The podcast name is Will Talk. So you can just go to her account and then you can see what she's up. Oh, like real talk. <laughs> I get it. Oh, Will Talk. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, that- I wish I knew any pros, so I would have them here and interview them too. Instead, I have to hang out with you three goons. That's okay. Sorry. Um, so the other thing that I had that I wanted to talk about was I love that song. All right. No, um, since we only have about five minutes or whatever, um, I was going to say that I don't know if you guys heard that Eurosport announced that they're going to have every single Tour de France stage from the very beginning all the way to the end. Every single stage. Really? Is that a good thing or a really? I mean, like, am I really going to wake up that early? I mean, for Americans, that means that I'll have to wake up at like five in the morning. For somebody in the West Coast, that means that they have to stay up because it started three in the morning. Uh, what the hell are they doing that for? Has anybody ever asked for that? Has anybody ever like Columbia since 1985? Yeah, I mean, you and I, when we were little kids, we were freakazoids. But it was in the radio; it wasn't on TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're a kid, you do stupid things. You eat, pay, listen to cycling at four in the morning. Does that feed exist? Like the cameras are already going. And have, has that been happening for the last few years and just no one outside of France has been using it? Like, I wonder, they're not having to ask the Moto dudes to start the race sooner than last year. I think they already the cameras, though. I'm, I'm sure that they always have the cameras. Probably not the full-blown production, but I'm sure that they have the cameras. What if something important happens in, in like, 25K after the start, you know? Um, so I'm sure yeah. the cameras have always been there, but... I mean, I don't care one way or another, you know, obviously I don't have to tune in, but it just seems kind of weird. Perhaps a little excessive. On some stages, it'd be good. And if you're just home, like ironing clothes and doing whatever, it's something good to have in there. It's like a good fish tank. I yeah yeah yeah. You're absolutely right. That's a great endorsement of the sport. The sad part is well, that know, it's actually, that's what it remains. It's a, a fish tank. That's what cycling is. Really. Well, you know, they always say that, like how in Europe, the people that watch cycling the most, it's um, housewives. Yeah. 
and old like people. who are just home doing things and they like their favorite thing about the sport is the aerial shots. <laughs> so, no, I, I, no, absolutely. If I, listen, if I happen to be awake at like six thirty in the morning, let's say like my wife leaves around five thirty, let's say, right. So if I'm up then whatever, and I'm showered and everything and I start doing work, I, I'll put the stage and, you know, watch the most boring show in the world, but it'll be Carlton Kirby saying stupid things. I'll laugh at him and it'll be Sean Kelly talking and I'll laugh at him too, because they're both hilarious. One of them is pathetic, hilarious, and the other one's awesome, hilarious. And it's a good sh- fish tank. It's a fish tank. Absolutely. But is it? A necessary fish tank. I, I would just as well watch the stage, the end of the stage from the day prior. Well, I'm sure they just figured like more content <clears throat> equals more advertising opportunities. I would imagine, kind of like how TBS speeds up uh, Seinfeld episodes to fit in more commercials. Come on, they do. Have you seen that? No. Jeez. It's bizarre. There's clips of it that show you what a scene looks like when it's not on TBS and when it is, and they scrunch it up and make edits to fit in more one more commercial. <laughs> it's really we should, weird. We should consider doing that in this podcast. Shit, we should consider editing the whole thing. Zero minutes. New episode up, zero minutes. You don't have to listen to our dumbass uh, or dumbasses, uh, rather. Um, yeah. So I, that's the, I, I just thought that that was kind of weird and, and maybe worth talking about the Tour de France beginning to end. So broadcast would be like six hours and Sean Kelly just wanted to shoot himself because he's stuck in a tiny little room with Cotton Kirby and all his terrible, horrible, ridiculous puns and mispronunciations. I would, I would punch him and then punch myself, honestly. That's just me. But at least it's not, um, what's the name? What was, Mike, what was the name of the guy that hated me, that I hated? He hated you? Yeah, I remember the other commentator from Eurosport that, like, randomly left one day. The spokesman guy, remember? Oh, uh, right. Shit, what the hell was this guy's name? Hold on, let me see if... Uh... Uh... Yeah, he had a uh, fudge. Carlton. No. All I got to say is don't punch your fish tank. I won't punch the fish tank, I promise. Um, uh, what was his name? Well, who? That's who? Someone hated you? What are you talking about? This is, the, this is the guy that used to. So it used to be Carlton Kirby and this other guy. And then this other guy was asked to leave in a really weird way oh is it the guy that tweeted out like more or less saying like he was done how did we forget already yeah. who he is i i can't remember his name but i know that he um yeah he didn't like me and he tweeted very nasty things at me uh more than once too oh, uh, i didn't know that yeah 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 actually, actually he we he was talking about uh uh Laurent Fignon and i went on there and said my piece about some of the stuff that I knew had happened. And he said some pretty racist shit back to me. Like, Oh yeah. I'm going to believe a bunch of people in a third, in a third world country over somebody who's educated or something like that. And I was like, the 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 autocomplete just gives Brian Smith 
Magnus Backstead, Carlton, David Harmon. David Harmon. David Harmon. That's it. David, David Harmon. Yeah. 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 David, David Harmon. How did we forget already? Yeah. What wow. happened to that guy? You remember he said at some point, uh, he had a tweet that said like, oh, uh, in, in, in no like much, no, not much more to say, uh, I'll see you guys later or something like that. And people were like, oh my God, whatever. Are you quitting? Whatever. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'll be back. And then <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Million That's years. right, David Harmon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it, and the, I just found the bike radar forums. People posted the tweets at the time, and it says, "Tour of Turkey next week," and then I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you until go. Until the yeah. tour, and then it says, "I'm sure I'll be in good hands over the next two months, but I've had enough time Ooh. to do things for me and those I love. I've done all that's been asked of me by Eurosport for a decade." And they gave me a wonderful career, but I'm off to rediscover the love. Hmm. Yeah, what year was this? 2012? 2013, maybe? Uh, sorry, I'm having... 2013. 2013, yeah. Wow. That late. Yeah, so then there's people just asking, like, where is he now? Like, what? How quickly we forget. How quickly we forget. Yeah, he was a part of our lives. He was a huge oh, part. I didn't know that he... Jesus, that's kind of crazy that he wrote yeah, that. Yeah. No, and he wasn't only. I mean, we, there was a ton of of, of uh, tweets back and forth. Yeah, he kind of like had it out for me, and he like mentioned my name on the air a couple of times in like really like mean ways. There mm. you go. Dum, dum, dum. You know what that means, guys? Yeah, it's it's the last dance. Um, thank you very much to the three of you guys as always for participating thank you very much for your opinions and i'm off to the sunset and i've given everything that i can to this podcast <laughs> it's time for you to go find the love is i want to go and refine the love i don't know what love i'm talking about listen guys something important that i forgot to say the kits the cycle the the, the speed metal the speed metal cycling kits are available Starlight.com or speedmetal uh, starlightapparel.com or speedmetalcycling.com. Go check them out. Go order yours because we you have two more days as of right now, which is the 20th, and then tomorrow it'll be the 21st, right? Does that make sense? And then the thing ends on the 22nd. 22nd. So go check them out. They're super cool. There's two different ones. There's men's cuts. There's women's cuts. There's bibs. There's bay slayers. Good there job. is uh, 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 gilets and things and just amazing and all kinds of beautiful. So there is what? Gilets? What's gilets? I thought you have vests. It's a razor. Gilet. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. So um, I, I've talked to the guys in Starlight, and they have not told me which has sold more. They don't want to tell me until the very end, and we'll see if Natalia was right or if the boys were right. Um, anyway, yeah, just go check it out, um, starlightapparel.com or speedmetalcycling.com. There'll be links there, both of those, and you can order your jerseys, your gilets, whatever, wind, wind vests. Um, All I care about is I want to find out secretly what our employee discount is. 
Um, yeah, I actually, I, I actually was preparing an email to send it to you guys. You guys are getting no, uh, because you're not really employees, you know, you guys are more like uh, freelancers. Independent contractors. Independent contractors. Minions. Uh, I can, I can tell you this. If this doesn't make you want to buy one of the Bay Slayers, then Bay Slayers, then nothing will. In the back of the, <laughs> across the, between the shoulder blades, it says better than Klaus. See, that's why I think I should have one. I, hello. Hello. And yeah. do I get royalties back, for that? In the back of the Yeah, of course. <laughs> do I? It's my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you guys do. Uh and in, in the bib shorts, on the like just above the like above the butt, it says uh really small. It says Abby Dabby Doo. <laughs> 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 oh my god, there's all kinds of like little inside jokes in them and stuff. So go check it out. Uh, please. And by the way, it's worth mentioning at $75 for a Jersey, they are far cheaper than your average Jersey that you would go buy, find, like buy at a store or whatever. And I will so. say that, I mean, this is a new cut that I've never worn before granted, but the kits that we did last time around, if you have any of those, you know, that the quality is ridiculous. It's, it's really, really good. Um, yeah, the, the jerseys from last time fit really, really super nice. And the fact that they all, we're also offering women's cuts because we appreciate women in this podcast. We love women in this podcast. We respect them very, very much, and we celebrate them as part of our sport. By having them buy. By having them spend some money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the bibs are 85 The base slayer is um 30 dollars um the wind um vests are 60 and the jerseys are 75 speedofcycling.com go to that and also listen to my other podcast metalinquisition.com any other things that you guys want to say or should we close it up mike close it up natalia i'm done klaus good luck with your couch <laughs> we're we're out of here peace kure 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 pe kure ka kure rinko nan